Hello and welcome to another podcast by BNP Paribas Wealth Management. I'm Charles de Carpoisson. In this podcast, we're going to focus on the US stock market. Today, Ed Sheng, Global Chief Investment Officer of BNP Paribas Wealth Management, is my guest. Hello and welcome, Ed. Hello, Charlotte. The last 10 years from 2013 to 2023 saw a cumulative return of over 110%, including an impressive 26% in 2023. Ed, is this unusual in the context of stock market history compared with longer term averages? Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> it's not the highest ever, but it's pretty high. It's well above the long term average. So I would say in particular, the 26% rebound last year in US stocks, particularly focused on the last two months of the year, is quite unusual. And so, yes, I would be honest in saying over the next five to 10 years, I would not expect to see the same level of return necessarily as we've seen in the last 10 years. And what performance drivers live behind this extraordinary period and which drivers will struggle to be replicated in the years ahead? Well, if we think about the total return to investors from stocks, there are two elements. Firstly, you have the dividends, the actual payment by companies to the investor. So you have the dividend yield, which is like an interest rate. But then you have two other components which drive the price. The first one is simply the growth in underlying earnings. So the higher profits should drive a higher share price. And then you have the valuation you put on those profits, which is typically what we call the price earnings ratio. And that can move up or down. So you can have valuations which increase or decrease over time. And if we look at the last 10 years, we've seen fairly healthy dividend returns on the income side. But more importantly, you have had a combination of above average earnings growth. So profits have grown faster than average in the US over the last 10 years as profit margins have expanded to new all-time highs. And on top of that, you have seen an expansion of the PE multiple. So the valuations have on average got quite a bit more expensive as well. And today stand well above the long-term average. And that is something which is rather unusual when you look back over the long-term history of the US stock market. Uh, To what extent can this outperformance be attributed to the mega-cap technology stocks known as the Magnificent Seven? Well, a lot is the answer, particularly over the last five-odd years. If we look at the earnings growth in aggregate, the earnings growth has been, in fact, strongest amongst large-cap stocks in the US in the seven mega cap technology stocks like Google, Apple, and Amazon, first of all. And secondly, certainly over the last few years, the valuation multiple on average of these seven companies has grown to be far greater than for the overall market. So give you some idea, they're in the high 20s on average for PEs today, where the rest of the US market is more like somewhere between, depending which segment of the market, between 14 to 17 times only. So they have grown to be much more expensive than the rest of the market, partly because investors are willing to pay up for this, what has been faster earnings growth over the last few years. According to BNP Paribas Wealth Management's last long-term expected returns report, what can we realistically expect from US stocks over the next five to 10 years? Well, a far lower return is the answer, Charlotte. We cannot expect double-digit returns to persist over the next five to 10 years. We would expect, for instance, to see valuations probably contract a little bit, go down a little bit, first of all. 
So that would be a negative effect from the valuation side of the equation because they are a little bit above average, particularly for, as we said, the mega cap seven technology stocks. On top of that, earnings growth is probably growing a little bit faster than normal. We, we again, can't expect profit margins to continue to go up forever. In fact, they probably, if anything, would renormalize a little bit lower over the next five to 10 years. So I think we'd be looking more in the six to six and a half percent range, even if we're being optimistic on average for returns from stocks, including the dividend payment in the US over the next 10 years. If there is a rotation out of US large cap stocks in the near future, which areas of stock markets could take up the baton, you think? Well, first of all, in the US, as I've said, there's a huge valuation gap that has opened up between the mega cap seven technology stocks and the rest of the market. So the rest of the S&P 500, or indeed between the mega cap seven and the S&P mid cap 400 or the S&P small cap 600. So even if you stay within the US, there could be a rotation back towards mid and small cap companies in the US, first of all, which are much more cheaply valued today, particularly if economic growth in the US holds up pretty well over the next few years. Otherwise, of course, you could see a secondly a rotation out of US stock market exposure towards back towards the rest of the world. And the rest of the world would, of course, include big blocks such as the Europe, the UK, Japan, and emerging markets. So you could see a rotation back there as well. And in, in particular, at the moment, we would argue that Japan and certain elements of the emerging markets like Latin America look particularly strong candidates to benefit from a reallocation moving forwards. Ed Shing, thank you very much. And to our audience out there listening to this podcast, please like, share and subscribe to our weekly podcast by searching for BNP Paribas Wealth Management on any provider of your choice, such as Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict or Spotify. Goodbye.